my love. It's Caitlin Vincent and welcome to the Ego Girlfriend podcast. Get ready to unleash your inner confidence, demystified periods and delve into unfiltered sex education. We're here to embrace the power of sexy empowerment and I've got your back every step of the way. As humans, we're all beautifully flawed, but together we'll support one another and ignite that fire within. This space is all about being real, vulnerable, and unapologetically authentic. Now remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes, but when it comes to seeking advice, I always encourage you to consult with professionals. You deserve to have all the resources you need to thrive in your own unique way. So, are you ready to embark on this journey of empowerment, education, and downright fun? Buckle up because we're about to deep dive into a world where confidence reigns supreme and taboos are shattered. Let's do this. Hey girlfriends, it's time to spice things up. (laughs) I'm very excited for this episode because it's all about speaking your truth. And it's one of the skills that I've actually had to really learn myself to turn this business into where it is in this present moment. So we're actually going to change up a couple of things when it comes to my podcast because I felt like, you know what, I am speaking my truth, but I am still, I was still putting myself in a bit of reserved space and that wasn't really igniting me as much. It's like I was waiting for permission for people to be like, hmm, yes, Caitlin, you can go and do this. And it's like, no, 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 let's just get straight on into it and let's just get right into the truth of what I'm trying to say. So I know originally I started with a segment about gratitude and I still highly recommend that being a practice for anyone. It's really important that we are practicing gratitude no matter what. But what we're going to do is we're going to change things up with a little segment I like to call or serve up. It's called the confidence cocktail. In this part, we're going to do little segments on whether I share a certain song that will boost up your confidence. It might be a quote or it might even be just like a certain activity I get you to do so that you can actually have fun with whatever confidence being that you need for the day. So it's just going to be a little segment that I put together so we can serve up that confidence boost right from the get-go so we can feel good about ourselves and really ignite one another. So the one piece that I really wanted to serve up today with my confidence cocktail is I, (laughs) I know that every time this song plays, it is my lady jam. It is the one that for me, I know that my alter ego will come out and be like, damn, Caitlin, (laughs) what are we doing right now? It's happening. We're hyping up. And I think most of you ladies know what song this is. And if you came to one of my in-person events, you would have seen it firsthand. (laughs) So the song I'm talking about, Crazy in Love by Beyonce and her man Jay-Z. Oh, even just hearing that intro coming in just makes you want to get your boots or your heels or your sand shoes on and just strutting your stuff down an aisle, down whatever place you want to, down to the bathroom, whatever it needs to be, you are strutting your stuff. And that's what I love about that song. It just, oh, it really pumps me up. So I I really want to get you to send all those positive Beyonce vibes to you. Play that song as soon as you finish this podcast and get yourself amped up and serve yourself 
with a bit of that confidence cocktail. <laughs> oh, so why I am doing the speak your truth is for a lot of reasons. I'm not going to unveil all of them because, you know, there's so many episodes to come. But what I always want to showcase to people is that I'm also on the learning journey as well. I would never be the expert, but I'm here to practice what I preach as well. So whenever I give advice or feedback or, you know, words of wisdom to people, I'm also doing the same thing for myself. So when it comes to speaking the truth, if you were my fan from the beginning of when I started this, you would have seen me evolved and change and that's completely normal and the emotions that I've gone through. But it's now getting to that real fiery stage where I can tell that I'm speaking a lot more of my truth that I really wanted to because I had to sort of navigate through it. And this is exactly the same with life itself, with any of your situations. It's a prime example to say that you also have to speak your truth with your words of wisdom. You also have to speak within whatever lens you want to hear from yourself. And it's only until you start actually start doing it, then you can see the progress from where you've come. So it might be any of those conversations that you really want to speak your truth or you found a passion or a cause that you really are ignited by and you really want to do something for that. Or you might just be at a point where you just want to speak your truth about your relationship with yourself, your people around you, sex, periods, whatever it is. As soon as you start speaking your truth, you then start to become wholesome within yourself and your confidence starts to increase as well. So I feel like it's a really important practice that we actually do focus on is how we can innately speak your truth so that you can get the best out of your position rather than staying in that one spot that is the same old mediocre life. And you don't want that. You want to ignite and fuse that motion of moving forward so that you can look back and go, hey, girlfriend, look at how far you've come. <laughs> Because I know I'm going to keep seeking my truth and keep opening up. And there's moments where there's still that uncomfortable nature. But now I actually thrive off of and be like, okay, Caitlin, I'm in this uncomfortable feeling right now. And that's for a reason, because it means that I'm pushing myself towards that growth. So yeah, I feel like <laughs> there's, definitely, there's definitely an element about speaking my truth that I know from, you know, when I had to speak my truth from when I resigned from my job. It was something that I never thought I'd have to really for the first time listen to my intuition and stand my ground for what I was actually accused of. And I know that without having to speak my truth, without standing up to a man, without having to actually be in the position that I was, I wouldn't have been where I am today. I wouldn't have been able to create the platform and really speak my truth without the push and the shove from something quite traumatic that enhanced the situation. So everyone does get to a point where it might be a small problem, a bigger problem, a quite big problem, whatever the problem is, it should then ignite your direction of, I didn't really like that situation. I'm either going to stay with it and just not speak up, or I'm going to speak up, get the uncomfortable nature of it, and then notice that I actually progress forward. Because those people that don't speak their truth, they're just staying in the same line. They haven't started the race. They're just literally the audience. And they just watch people and they wonder and they go, why is this not happening to me? Why am I not here? Why do I not have all those goals that I want to achieve? Well, it's, it's one element is you got to speak your truth. You got to speak your truth to yourself and to others as well. And it's not that I'm 
you know, just speaking this to myself and then not being truthful to other people as well. If anything, I feel like I speak my truth so much more to other people than I have to remind myself, Caitlin, let's, are you living in that? Are you listening to your own advice, your own feedback? Because sometimes I get caught up in that, but I know that it's so important that you speak your truth and harness in that because that's where your ultimate progression will go to. The other part that I love about speaking your truth is that it really helps with like confessions, like all those naughty little confessions that I know every single person has. I know you just don't want to speak your truth about it. And that's why I'm like, well, I am the one who's going to speak up and share the enlightenment and maybe cringe a couple of people, but then they go, oh, I actually want to know more about that. So the confession that I'm going to confess today is not only I love to speak my truth. The second thing is I love sex. Yes. Now I'm not just speaking from like a, a physical part. The interesting part for me is I've always been obsessed with it from like a learning side of it as well. I've always been curious. I've always been wondering about what is the finesse and the actual real connection that people can obtain to and sustain and what more can you learn from it? So that's why I probably speak so much about it because I I do actually really like it from a lens of actually understanding. And I know through my sex journey that I've actually gone through some quite traumatic stuff as well. So it actually has gone through this evolution of, well, I actually don't want other people to go through what I did because no one spoke up. No one spoke about the truth about what happens when it comes to these encounters and no one was educated properly. So I wanted to create that gap that was missing and not just be the generic education system that is out there. I actually wanted to create the space so that people can talk about absolutely anything. And one of the things I do really talk a lot about, which is pleasure, and it needs to be educated everywhere, literally. It it really does because everyone ends up doing it or having some form of pleasure because even the food that you eat, you then get this indulged in pleasure. Anyway, it's not making this whole segment about sex, but (laughs) clearly that's my confession. But it it really then shows that when you speak your truth, then you're able to innately tell everyone around you because there's this barrier of going, oh God, the judgment. As soon as I start speaking about it, then people are going to judge me from what it is. Look, if that's the area you want to stay in, then you're not actually going to get the fulfillment of what comes beyond that, which is actually freedom. And you actually get to just be and everyone accepts you for being that donkey person that talks about stuff and everyone just goes, oh, Caitlin, yeah, of course she talks about that. Like I've got my family that that say, oh, yep, that's just Caitlin. Like they've gotten to the point of acceptance. At the beginning it was interesting, but then I had to keep pushing through. I had to keep showing up and keep speaking my truth and telling them my core reason why I wanted to do it. And then it became natural and it became a part of it. So now I've got this freedom to be able to showcase. And it does not mean that I'm the addict that, you know, is what people are saying out there, the sex addict that can't control herself. Absolutely. I know the self-control. It's not that I'm saying that. It's the lens of just speaking about it from a passionate stage and that all I want is for people to feel good about themselves. That's the end result is nothing more, nothing less. I just want people to realize that there's a heightened level of pleasure that you can fulfill for yourself that people do not educate properly on. So 
I just know that when I really started speaking my truth and I, it's so funny, there was massive tests about when I was talking about certain topics and whatnot, I would have very controversial topics with people and they would even friends message me been like, should you be saying this? Should you be posting that? And it just goes to show that that's the barrier for them. And I know that it also means that they've got a truth about that they need to speak about with themselves as well. So when people create that form of judgment and they stay in that layer, it's then going, well, how much more longer do I want to stay in that layer of caring about judgment or am I going to alleviate it and get to the freedom part? So there's still like a one or 2% in me that's like oh god judgment I don't really want that but I've learned to cope with it because I've just spoken my truth a lot more quicker and not waiting I'm not waiting around anymore now I'm just pushing it out there and even some of the professionals in the field are saying don't say this or don't market that and I'm like well it will land for people because they'll get over it they'll get over the fact that it's to boob and all that kind of stuff. And eventually people go, I know Caitlin because she's consistently showing up and speaking her truth. And that's exactly what you can do as well. If you consistently keep showing up as the person that you want to be, keep speaking it, then people will acknowledge that and people will respect that you've kept at it. The progression and the dedication that you have put into speaking your truth, it will reward you. You just have to be consistent in that aspect. So yeah, I, I love the I love the fact that people go, oh, I'll get in trouble if I speak my truth. I'll, uh, yeah, you can get in trouble, but that's the only reason why you think it's trouble is because you believe in their judgment in you. You think that, well, their comment is something that is so important to me that I have to take it on. Or you can say that's their opinion and that's what they think. I'm just going to leave it to them. And you know, I know that I've been working with uh, my therapist and one of the things that we acknowledged and talked about to get me to this level, and I know it's not, this is not the end point. I've still got so much more to grow in this space, but I felt like I had a permission to speak. It was, I had to wait for permission from other people to say like, yes, it's the green light, Caitlin, you can go now, you can, you can talk about it. Or no, that was a red light, just wait, even though you're really passionate about it, you can't talk about that. And I'm like, where, where's this middle ground? Like, I don't understand why it's not actually allowing me to speak my truth. I and mean, that's exactly what I want to do is be able to speak my truth and, and know that it doesn't matter what age <laughs> that they actually need to know about this. And I'm coming it from a very informative space and not showcasing things that are against or violating situations. So yeah, I, I worked out that I was actually waiting for permission to get and to speak my truth. And as soon as we cleared that up, it got to a point of going, okay, I I can now pinpoint when I'm waiting for permission and when I just need to acknowledge saying, hey, that's their opinion, that's their choice, that's their comment, but that's not mine. This is what I want to do for myself. And the honest truth with yourself, damn, it it brings out the bloody confidence in you. (laughs) One of the things that people say is, the difficult conversations that people have when it comes to speaking your truth. And this area is really fun to play with. (laughs) The reason why I say that is because when people go into a difficult conversation of speaking their truth, they allow their nervous system to tell them that they're not safe. And they really then have to ignite and go, oh, I'm so worried about what they're going to say. I'm so worried about what they're going to do. 
where you need to self-talk yourself and get out of that spiral effect of saying to yourself that this is unsafe and that you're going to get the bad response that you want. And, you know, all these situations are going to play out. If you already know a response and you know what's going to happen, you don't need to play it in your mind a million times. You just need to say to yourself, that's their response. What do I actually want from this? And what do I actually want from this conversation? So the build-up, the, the whole like situation before a difficult conversation is you've got to remind yourself of stop preparing yourself for the worst. Everyone does this. They prepare for the worst and then they put themselves in the worst emotions and that means that you're diving into the worst end of it rather than it's like I know people say, oh, it's better to say it's worse because then, you know, it's easy to move on from that. Yeah, but you're not helping your nervous system. <laughs> you're not helping your nervous system in that fight or flight motion. So then you won't be able to speak your truth. You won't have the confidence to speak your truth in what you actually really want to say. So we kind of need to rewind that and actually remind ourselves that you are safe. You are deserving to say the words that are about to come out of your mouth. You deserve to feel heard and seen. And you are so validated and supported in this moment because you are backing yourself so i just think we need to change that notion when it comes to difficult conversations stop rehearsing it firstly (laughs) and secondly don't go into it saying worst case scenario try and say to yourself i'm doing this for me and then allowing yourself to openly communicate with the other person hear what they have to say you can't just be like this is me i'm gonna say this la 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 see you later no, you still have to have the communication skill of listening. It's it's equal parts. And when you are receiving it, one of the tricks that I give to my clients when I coach them is if you're not ready, if you're not at a point where you can handle the words or you can't handle what they're saying, is once you've said your piece, then once they're talking, you need to be having a dialogue in your head and internally talking while they're talking reminding yourself that your words were wise, your words were needed, your words were important so that you're not insulting yourself by just taking on all the bad baggage from someone else. Until you've equipped the skill of being able to efficiently feel grounded within yourself, then you can go into difficult conversations and not leak so much energy into other people, caring about what they have to say and validating and being like, oh God, I have to give out everything to them and I have to wait for their response. You need to then practice in your mind while they're talking. It's not ignoring, it's just really affirming to yourself that this is exactly what I want to say and it's important that I say this. So this is not every conversation. Please don't do this for every conversation. I'm just saying when you're trying to speak your truth or something that's quite big and you've always wanted to say or you needed to say I would just highly recommend that you just do the internal dialogue while they're talking until you feel grounded and certain that's exactly what you wanted to say. And then you can listen to what they have to say from that point onwards. So, but what I'm going to do is we're going to go through four important tips on how to actually speak your truth. Because what's so important is that if we have these tips then we can actually really practice this because I I know I know deep down that you've all got conversations that you need to have you've all got situations that you need to you know be an advocate for whether it's in your family your friendships your workspace your community 
whatever it needs to be, you know that there is something that you really want to speak your truth about. I, I just, I can tell through your headphones at the moment. <laughs> so tip number one, you need to seduce your inner voice. What I mean by that is that you need to take a moment to seduce your inner voice by indulging in self-reflection. Now, this can be done by journaling or you could actually be speaking out loud like a bit of, um, what's the word, talk therapy, where you're really allowing words to come out just as they are and really letting it sink in within you. Like you actually want your body to be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> you, want, you really want to feel the, the deepest desires and fantasies and aspirations. Like visualization is so important when you really want to see that vision of you, whether it's speaking your truth or living in the future of where you aspire to be as well. They're so important. And I think visualizations are so, so, so crucial to, to talk about. And you really want to allow your thoughts and emotions to flow freely. Just let them boil, just let them spit out. Like there's no point holding them in. They, there's a waste of energy that's just sitting in you, burning you up going, I need to get out. It's like, well, get it out, let it out. <laughs> you don't need to be wasting that energy because you've got other things that you need to be working on to enhance yourself and to grow yourself and to be the person you want to be. So get this out, this big speaking truth part. Once you let it out, then you go through the motion of growth and it is so liberating. So we really need to like seduce this inner voice. It's so important. And it creates then you not having the judgment or the inhabilitation of, you know, of holding it back anymore. You actually would just be like, no, this is, you'd be proud of you. So like, yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> I did this. It's exactly what I wanted to do and say. And it really does then create an intimate connection with yourself. And that's something that will empower you to discuss your seductive truth with confidence. So that is tip number one, really practicing that inner voice with yourself and having that self-reflection and just allowing it to be free and flow freely. Tip number two is embracing central authenticity. I don't know why I stumbled on that, but um, <laughs> maybe I'm not being authentic right now, but I, <laughs> I am, I am, I promise. <laughs> but this is when you really express your desires with a passion oh and just sensuality like I I talk so much about feminine energy and being able to really mask that energy and be living in it is really authentic within yourself because as soon as we are in our masculine energy we are not being truthful within ourselves we're actually burning unnecessary energy no, look, hang on, hold up, hold that thought for a second. It's not unnecessary because there are some parts that we actually do need to do masculine, but the percentage, I would say it's like 20% and the rest 80% is feminine. But if you can make it 90, 10, that's even better, but that's a big practice for people to do. If you make it a hundred percent, then you're not going to get stuff done. <laughs> like routine, scheduling, uh, planning, all those things, organization, the logical things, they're going to go out the window. So you can't be a hundred percent feminine your goal is 90-10, but let's just keep it to 80 to 20 because we've got to practice the, uh, the situation from there. It really is about sharing your truth with evocative language and captivating, you know, ex a meta 
not really metaphors, but just captivating your audience that you have in front of you, the people that you need to talk to and showing it with your body language and not being like scared shitless to share it and then not and then allowing your body to show that you weren't ready for it. You want to be ready to speak your truth. You don't want to be like, um, guys, so I have something to say. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I, yeah, and then you stumble. Like that's just going to really cut off the ties of you just owning it. You need that passion with it. You really need that passion with it. And it helps you communicate your needs and really break down those barriers of what you need to speak about. And it creates the boundaries that you need for yourself to go, hey, I don't I don't want to listen to that conversation because I'm I don't believe in that. I don't want to be a part of it. So I'm putting my boundary in place. And this is where I'm at. So everyone has a boundary when it comes to it. Like I know even when I talk about openly about this stuff, there's boundaries that I go, hmm, okay, for me, I don't really want to go that far, but I'm already speaking enough truth that's making me still fulfilled within that. So yeah, you really want to keep all those deepest fantasies flying around. You really want to embrace all of them. So yeah, I just highly recommend you embrace that passion and get the passion behind it when you're saying your truth because that is so sexy. Oh, so sexy. Girlfriend, it is time to get your crown back. It is time that we ignite that inner queen. It's time to unleash all the goodness that you deserve. Want to know how? All you need to do is download the free ebook. It is all the juicy details that you need to know to unlocking your inner queen and the confidence to thrive into the woman that you desire. Because you deserve a queen. It's all yours. Okay, tip number three. This is where we need to be setting boundaries. Now, I talked about boundaries before, but it's really important that we set the boundaries that tantalize by communicating our desires and limitations into a seductive manner. So, for instance, you can say, I crave connection and intimacy but only when trust has been established and passion ignites like a slow burning flame. So let's explore the depths of desires together. But remember, consent is the respect that the foundational of, you know, sensual of your sensual journey. So what I mean by that is being able to express your truth but then backing it with your boundary because too much of the time we have like an open gateway and then the water just floods through and we need to still have moments where we stop it from fully flowing. We actually want it to be enough so that we can get the full flow and pleasure. But then when the flow gets down to the bottom, it has a barrier as well. So and that can only be filled up so much. You only want to fill your cup up so much. Otherwise, you overflow the cup and then it you're leaking up more energy because you're like, I can't handle all this good vibes and good energy that's happening. So we have to set boundaries with things that you know that are truthful to you. So it's still speaking your truth, but it's making sure that you back it up because some people will go, I'm just going to say it all and happy days. And you're like, 
no, that's not what I no, hang on. <laughs> but wait, I, I I didn't mean it like that. And that comment there happens all the time. I didn't mean it like that. Or I didn't get to I didn't say it that way. I didn't say it properly. So getting that back end to speaking your truth with the boundary is so, so important. And the final tip, tip number four is engage in sensual dialogue. Now, this is by creating this open mind, mindfulness or mind, mindless, should I say? No, not mindless. Oh my God, I'm getting cuckoo now. <laughs> this is where you create the, the anticipation. That's a better word I'm trying to say. This is when you really, when you're communicating to someone, you are really creating that eye contact with them so that when they see you saying it, you're not just like frazzled, you're not looking around everywhere, you're not just like closing yourself off. When you've got that intensive eye contact with someone, you're then engaging it with them to say that this is what I'm wanting for you to listen to. And it's so sexy, it's so hot. When you are speaking your confidence and that eye contact latches on, they're like, holy shit, like where'd that confidence come from? Because no one loves eye contact. <laughs> they get a little bit uh, about it. So as soon as you got that sentence, that word, that phrase, whatever the fuck it is, you just need to speak it. And you need to look someone in that eye and be like, yep, that's what I meant. And then it just sinks in with them as well. And they're like, oh God, wow, okay. So it's a real burst of energy that just goes boom, straight down their eyeballs into their soul and they're like what did I just swallow like fuck that was a lot (laughs) um but then it really helps with not only the eye contact but like leaning in slightly as well and just listening intently having that body language and being like this is exactly what I'm about right now it's like oh she means business oh damn she means business girl (laughs) um (laughs) And even the way that you you speak, you don't want it to be like, ah, like I'm going to like yell it at you. No, no, no. You actually want it to be the soft tone. You want it to be assertive enough that it really captivates the audience, whoever you're speaking to. Let's just say, I don't know exactly who, but whoever you're speaking to, because when you've got that soft, affirmative voice, it makes people curious as to what you have to say they're like wait what 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 do you mean (laughs) say more and then once you've got the eye contact when you've got all those things then it really helps it and allow conversations to be have questions as well allow it to be open-ended so that you can really outline this truth because i know that when people speak their truth they say one line it's amazing kudos to you but you actually want the open conversation so that when you're unpacking it, there might be some other truth bombs that kick up because once you get to the why, the core root, then it goes, ah, that's what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. Sometimes the why is so strong that you're like, ah, I tend to say it. So you actually say it and that's fine. That's all cool. Cool cucumbers. It's just important that you are not hiding the truth, that you are really uncovering the truth that you really want to speak about. So they're just four tips that I highly recommend to speaking your truth when it comes to any conversation, difficult or not, speaking your truth, you freaking deserve it, girlfriend. And remember, it's really important that 
when you do a task or something, whether it's like speaking your truth, it's not about going, oh, thank goodness, I, I ticked that off. The progression that you take every single day to get to the point of speaking your truth, that is the real winner there. That is when you look back and you see your growth on how far you've come. If I looked at Caitlin when I first started You Go Girlfriend, my God, the more that I have kept speaking my truth, standing up, doing what I need to do, that level of confidence is booming and I know it's going to keep going. That is exactly the same for you. You can have the same level when it comes to admittedly saying to yourself, I want to create a new habit. I want to get to myself to this point. I'm going to progress every single day so that I practice what I preach. So it's so important that you do that. And know that, girlfriend, I'm always here to have open conversations. You can always send me those lovely DMs on social media as well and know that there's no uncomfortable questions here. Absolutely not. Trust me. <laughs> there is no no uncomfortable questions. And finally, accept yourself before you learn to love yourself. Take care, my love. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on this empowering journey. Your time is precious and I'm grateful you've chosen to spend it here with me. Remember, you deserve to be heard, seen, valued and supported every step of the way. To ensure you never miss an episode filled with inspiration and growth, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check out our show notes. They're the ultimate resource hub for any links or resources mentioned during our conversation. Until our paths cross again, keep embracing your inner confidence, unleashing your power and living your best life. You are capable of incredible things, my love. Until next time, take care, stay empowered and remember, you go girlfriend. Woo!